Hey guys, in this episode, I talk a lot about what it means to settle down as an artist, to focus yourself, to get into a place where you can be an artist no matter what's going on. It's possible. And for a lot of you, being an artist just means being you and being at home. What does that mean beyond Netflix? Let's discuss. I want to talk about something interesting today. The idea of settling down. Um, there's so much stuff going on, you know, in the world. And, um, you know, it's funny because I really feel like definitely this year has been about slowing down for me. Or really the last three, two years or so um, have really been about slowing down three, four, maybe even actually 30 now. Um, so four years ago, I was 26. I moved to San Antonio, 23, 24, 23. Um, yeah. And I started a long journey a few years ago and I feel like it's very relevant to things that are going on right now. How do you slow down? Um, Why do you need to slow down? What are the positives of slowing down? What are the realities of slowing down, settling down? Um, You know, what is that for? And are we really settling down, you know? Um, and what does that imply about the period of time before settling? What is it that you're doing at that time? Um, welcome to Kenyo's Philosophy 101. No. Well, yes. Um, philosophy. I wouldn't call this philosophy. Only because those who call... I would call it philosophy, actually. I was going to say that, you know, those who call philosophy, philosophy are part of a group, you know, and they have, like, rules. So I don't want to infringe on their thing. But if philosophy truly means um, the love of knowledge, um, let me see what what the definition of philosophy, a particular system of philosophical thought, a study of the theoretical basis of a particular branch of knowledge or experience, the study of a fundamental nature of knowledge, reality, and existence, especially when considered as an especially when considered as an academic discipline. That's why I wouldn't call this um, philosophy only because of the um, academia. I realize is a rigorousness of of ideas of of application of reality to ideas, so that we don't get into a place where we are stuck in fruitless ideas. And for that reason, schools are great. Now, let me focus. Settling down. (laughs) I've affirmed that this is not the philosophy podcast. This is a painter's podcast. You know, this is how I think. This is is, is art. This is talking about how to discover art. Because we see artists. Artists have the hardest time settling down. You look at the Rolling Stones. It's gigantic. Um, band based off of the idea of, you know, the Rolling Stone metaphor, which is a Rolling Stone gathers no moss, 
but just keep on going. You got to keep going. You look at, you know, someone like Miles Davis, amazing you know, the guy. He's like, I can't, can't do the home life. I'm sorry. He, you know, he, had, he told his wife, you know, some people just bounced out and left. But, you know, he, he had a conversation. Um, and he was like, you know, you guys are the music. Um, and the music is important. I can't find a way to make music, you know, here, which is foolish. Um, but it was a reality, you know, that he was navigating. Um, but then there are many people who have jobs, you know, he didn't have the luxury. If he had, if he had a job where, you know, he didn't see his family for a while, people would just think that's normal. But, you know, if you're, when you're doing music or something, especially it's not technically profitable or something like that or or whatever, it's going to be harder to get, um, to have a pre-built framework for how you're supposed to live day to day. So again, settling down, what is that? What are you doing alternatively? And um, I feel like there's something in there about just the questions that you're asking. Um, which when you start asking certain questions with what's wrong with what I'm doing today, what's wrong with where I am right now, the only solution to those is to search. Um, So artistically, interestingly, I think that settling down becomes a strategy of stockpiling those resources that you would go to get. And um, I think people will put any location on a resource that they need if they don't have it. What do I mean by that? Because that's not a a typical phrase to say. What I mean by that is that people will define for themselves that the supplies in which they need are anywhere but where they are if they don't have them. Let's try to say it another way. I'm sure you're, you're vibing with me already, but for myself also, I'll try to say it another way so I can have some of the rigorousness of academia. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, what was I saying? The 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 let's let's find another way to say it. Um, people, when they do not have what they want, will believe that it is because of their location. And I think about the idea of settling down, and they're not always wrong, but I think sometimes when you don't know what the the resources that you need are, and you're like, oh, I, I need inspiration. Inspiration is one of the most hilarious resources to be chasing after because, I mean, obviously, it is everywhere all the time. You're looking for, but people do struggle to find their angle at inspiration in certain locations. And I have a, as we're going, Um, that's kind of what I want to talk about because I believe that there are reasons for that. You know, when you say like, when people use the metaphor, I can't breathe or, you know, right now I need a little room to breathe. I need some space. It's very interesting to me. Um, because whatever space that they're going to get, wherever location that they're going to go to, they're going to be there with themselves, which means to me because all locations now have everything that you need. You know, there's always water within a couple steps in America. 
I'm, I'm talking about in America. So I understand. Um, and even in other locations, I think where there is maybe not within walking distance, every resource, every resource is somewhere unless you're in a situation, you know, where you got displaced from home. We'll talk about homes, for example. Every home, every place of work will have um, access to or a system for acquiring the basic resources. So if, uh, and, and you might have a shortage in one area too, but I'm talking about the idea of inspiration. Inspiration is definitely everywhere. Um, and I am also talking about the actual supplies. So cool. To continue from there, it's interesting to think about the person being unable to find for themselves um, inspiration and angle at breath. And I think in certain situations, we actually deny ourselves inspiration. Um, and that is why we feel the need to change our definitions so that we will give access to ourselves to a different framework of thinking. A lot of that, I think, comes from uh, just general insecurity. I think people have a hard time. Not, I'm not talking about people external to myself. I'm talking also deeply about myself. I think within um, the current state landscape of human nature, there is a massive insecurity, um, which might not be all bad, but definitely it prevents people from walking into rooms assuming um, any aspect of authority for themselves. And you shouldn't assume all aspects of authority because there are other people in the room um, and there's other things going on, aka reality. Um, but what you do have authority over at all times is your inspiration. And inspiration is, is all things. I was watching this movie I don't remember what it was called. It was definitely a foreign film, one of the most beautiful movies of last year, according to a website that I stumbled upon. And um, the guy was resisting uh, going to war, so someone might be able to look this up. And um, he was imprisoned, and uh, someone came to him, and they're listing the reasons why he should confess you know, to a crime. And they said, uh, you'll be free. They said to him, you will be free. And he said, I am already free. And you know, and it's true, especially when you have the decision to leave and he decided to stay there. Um, but anyway, all the time, you are free. It is your choices that... Um, you may be unhappy with. And at certain times, we don't want to make certain choices, like especially if we're upset. You know, if you're upset about something, you don't want to make the good decision. I'm sure we've all gotten to that point of, you know, anger, you know, where somebody does something to you and you're like, you know, even if this person comes to me tomorrow with a crown of gold and a smile, their face and tears in their eyes of apology. They shall not receive from me one iota 
of positivity. And where does that, you know, or something else that we become super stubborn um, in certain locations. And we um, limit with our own choices who we're going to be because of our circumstances. You know, if you are upset or if you are in an uncomfortable circumstance, it is very hard um, to be gregarious, to be kind, to be giving. It's, it's, it's extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult. And some people's life situations are extremely difficult. You know, you think about um, an artist living in poverty and, you know, four kids and and it's like, ah, oh, but I want to create my art. I can't afford to do this. I can't move there. I can't move there. And so you say, I can't be an artist here. That to me is some of the most laughable foolishness um, that it is possible to say. Laughable foolishness. You're looking for inspiration. If you can't find inspiration within a family and four children, oh, but you need a certain type of drum set. Oh, but you need a certain type of paint. Ah, but in London, there are the... And, you know, all of those are realistic. Um, but I think they are decisions. And um, you have to really think about what it is you're pursuing. Because for me, if you want to become an artist, the whole point of art is to locate those spaces in which the pace of building left a slab concrete. But upon that slab, a human is going to rest. You know, and I think about the construction of a home in the middle of nowhere. There are no homes. There are castles erected to protect the rest of those who may or may not rise reside within for the moments that they are within. If it was your home, you would have no need of locks. I've switched into poetry writing, but I hope you don't mind. <laughs> anyway, um, but truthfully, I think we we are very interesting human beings, um, and. We need to rest in all different types of locations. Homes are, are one of those. Um, beds are one of those. Vertically, um, are on our walls, paintings are those. You know, around us, um, music are these places of rest in which you can settle down. And I think the purpose of of that feeling that pushes you to slow down is is not so much to tell you how not to slow down and rocket yourself across the world. It literally is about can you gather around yourself instruments that will make use of the abundant inspiration of any moment. That's why I think it's it's a pleasure to be a poet. 
I've never felt that I didn't have a canvas. I never felt that even though I paint and sometimes I didn't afford canvases, I never felt that I wasn't able to be, you know, my highest self, even though I'm a drummer and I, you know, for years I have not had a drum set. But when you have a piece of paper and a pen and you are a poet, well, my dear, you have the universe. And if you can't become inspired by the constraints, the unrestfulness, then truthfully, you'll never make actual art. You can make autobiographical documentations of your anxiety in artistic form, but you will not be providing rest where there was none. And I think that is the true job of the artist. He is the warrior on another plane. Warriors, God bless them, march into battle to protect land so that our bodies can at least have that justice, that, uh, sorry, not justice, that space, that ability to rest. Um, bodies or ideological um, bodies or, you know, because we fight for lots of things. Because the funny thing about war to me also is the, you know, I think there, there's some things that I really don't understand. Um, and I need to look that up deeper because the size of the planet does not change, nor do the people on it move very much because of a war. They do a little bit, you know, um, but more so because of migration. You think about um, how, you know, massive groups of people moved and then the massive wars that happened. And wars really are um, more of a technology of protection than anything else. Anyway, let's not go too much into that. But uh, artistically, war... Um, you, you know, we you fight against the illusion of um, tension. You know, that especially on a painting. I'm looking at one of my pieces of art right now, and I'm just like. You know, what is this deep love for contrast? I love to see, um, I love lighter hues in general because um, they're easier to refine, to extract um, detail from, or so you would think. Um, but uh, it's easier. It's easier in a certain kind of way. It's, and it's easier not to forsake the light if you go in with a with with an intention of preserving it um because sometimes i find that you know going into something darker you end up you know i think you actually end up providing more informational value but the light allows for the brain to intuitively assume that the painting has arrived at a certain type of destination. But anyway, again, this is, this is pure artist speak. Um, 
but I love the contrast. You know, I love seeing the the red. I'm looking at one right now, which is probably my favorite of my current paintings, which is why I have it in the same space where I record. Um, and I love seeing the red pushed up against the, the blue, you know, light, light blue and the light green. And I'm like, you know, it is this feigning of tension, this feigning of a situation that is undefinable and seeking to create the rest therein. And you think about fantasy and, and the fantastical aspect of people's fears. I didn't get to talk too, too much about settling down. So I think I will make this into a part two, um, hoping that you guys have more time than ever now with your um, quarantines and your staying at homes and your whatever it is that you're doing. I almost feel like this, never mind, never mind. I think we are, we're in a moment and in two years we'll be in another one. And I'm grateful that you took time from your moment to listen to this podcast, the Kenyo HQ podcast. Um, please subscribe on all platforms. It helps out a ton. Um, and it allows me to connect to you. So um, I appreciate you for for listening and for allowing me to deliver this to you wherever you are in your home. Um, and I, I hope that I will be part of the energy that allows you to settle down and find deep inspiration, deep, deep, deep inspiration in the many crevices of your own high definition perception um you can find get get at me on my website um so you can figure out what's new www.kenyo.org um you can see what's new and a lot of what's old um, and a lot of the things that I'm selling. So I have one on there, which is all of my music. You can get all of my music with like three clicks if you go to my website and download that. And then you can also get um, you can get all of my books, really, if you want. Um, they're all for sale. Um, head over to laditan.com, L-A-D-I-T-A-N.com if you want to buy anything from me. Um, I have all my books, um, all the paintings that I have that are for sale are also there, um, as well as, um, you know, any other products that I have a hand in making, because I also do a lot of technology and services, products and um, communication type things. So, um, it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure to catch some time with you the most handsome, the most beautiful, the kindest, the sweetest. Fans and listeners with the most delicate ears and the most accurate perceptions that have ever graced the podcast audience pool. I am grateful to be connected to you. Have a blessed day and uh, I'll see you around. Hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Facebook. Um, or TikTok. It's been like a week. I'm going to re-download TikTok today. I deleted it for a little while because I was like, you know, I'm becoming TikTok addicted. Anyway, yes, I will see you around. And uh, make sure if you go to my website, get on my mailing list um, so that you don't miss a thing. I'll see you guys later. I love you. Bye. It's time to start dreaming bigger. 
And what I mean by that is achieving the lifestyle that you want because it's available. It's actually right there. You just have to go grab it. And buying lifestyle, buying lifestyles, sorry, in bulk is what we do over here at Project Forward. Figure out the lifestyle you want or let us help you. Um, send us your phone number, email. Let's start building. It's free to start. Let's get it going. Go to projectforward.tv. Um, particularly go to rest.projectforward.tv if you want to start with the free membership. You can go to projectforward.tv to sign up, but go to rest.projectforward.tv if you want to get the free sign up. And that way we can just start working with you and figure out how you can get to a place of rest. Right, keep moving your projects forward. Boom, that's it. Let's do it.